Hi everyone, you're now listening to episode 77 of the Tilt and To The Podcast, hosted by me, Tabriz. And me, Faisal. Welcome back everyone, episode 77. Wishing everyone a very, very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, Faisal. Yeah, a Happy New Year everyone. Christmas, a bit overdue. A bit overdue, but... A bit overdue. The festive period brings everyone together. It does. We it are does. back. It's been a busy, busy festive period it for has. the Blues. It has. Not the best one. No. Nope. Not the best one. Not what I was expecting. But in usual fashion, we'll let that all unravel mm. as it has done for the Blues on the podcast. First things first, phase. How has your Christmas, New Year's, festive period, how's that all been? Forget the Blues. We'll talk I about know, that in yeah. a minute. We'll talk about that in a Forget minute. Forget the Blues. It's been good. It's been enjoyable. Have you recharged I've, your batteries, um, mate? Exactly. I've recharged the batteries. I mean, they're slowly depleting again very quickly <laughs> knowing that I've got to work tomorrow but yeah enjoyable yeah loved literally doing I was going to say something that's not PG but you know I love just relaxing okay. when I could alright and uh, not having to do anything what about you yeah just massively gone way too quick mm. way too quick don't even I, I can't even imagine going back to work tomorrow What's so it is, it is. Reality is hitting, but it has been a good break. Very Feels good. like, yeah, it's just gone way too quick. I think there's been some. Everyone, I think, who listens to us knows that we're fairly into the gym this past year. We've been, I know, we've been hitting with the it. gym hard, making them gains. I just think it's a funny thing when I have to mention. So we've been getting involved in, or not getting involved, dabbling, but looking. Dabbling yeah, I know people world. are going to think we're like juice now. I know, yeah. Completely natty, but <laughs> we've been getting into the world of pre, pre-workouts. pre So we've been buying some here and there. Sampling here and there. You know, they, these have got a lot of caffeine in, high stimulants, whatever. So we've been doing them. We've been thinking, oh, this is all right. I've been telling you, and I've been taking two scoops, heaping the scoops, thinking, oh, yeah, untouchable. Man, this ain't. This ain't even touching Man, me. We've I can't been scouring the anything. internet, genuinely thinking, like, can we find one that I know, hits? I know. Can I find something that's borderline illicit? Yeah. Uh, found one, took it. First session I had with it, I think we both said, I can't feel, you know, it's not that great. We were sweating. I was, there sweating, was noticeable yeah. sweat. I was sweating, yeah. And it was a good session, I will It was admit. a good session, yeah, but it's always going to be, right? Yeah. But didn't think too much of it. I did say, like, oh, I'm a bit. After the session, I'm knackered. Blah, blah, can't eat. Next day, I had it. I don't know what happened. I remember on the car ride into the gym, just dancing. I could feel it. I was like, yeah, okay, this is different to yesterday. More of the story, right? Absolutely wiped me out yesterday. Oh, yeah. The crash was real. No, no, no. This is a colossal crash. No, 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 it really I'm was. I'm still mate, feeling the effects was, today, was, Oh, mate. yeah, yeah, I know. You aren't even I eating can't today eat. properly. Yesterday, honestly, there was points where I was thinking, am I going to be sick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even in the gym, My I was thinking... My stomach felt like it was doing somersaults pretty much all night. Yeah. Um. Yeah, needless to say, don't do that pre-workout. In general, probably. Wrecked, I mean, we'll see. Wrecked we'll see. enraged. Yeah, plug the product. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely don't hit it back to back days. That's uh, yeah. I think I'm definitely someone who gets ahead of themselves big time, like with the Blues. Think we're getting it promoted, and yeah, we're gonna win the league. 
I think I got ahead of myself thinking I am Superman and I can take on as much caffeine as the human body can take uh, and I'm still paying for it. Yeah, well, we're testing the limits at least before uh, and I found mine. I found mine. I found mine. But we digress. Funny story. And yeah, I'm still feeling it today. So that kind of sums up my festive period, mm. experimenting with pre-workouts. Dabbling, dabbling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But hope everyone who's been listening uh, and who is listening has had an amazing festive period with your families, with loved ones, and uh, yeah, friends and family. And yeah, roll on 2023. Exactly. Move on to blues now, but before, let's plug the old socials. Let us not forget. Make sure you check us out on our Instagram. You can find us at the Tilton Two. Yeah, Twitter, Facebook, the Tilton Two, YouTube, again, the Tilton Two. Like, comment, share, subscribe. New content coming this year. <laughs> oh, yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. that. I like that. Yeah. Just say this year. Because there's going to be a video this year. There we've is. got 12 months. There is. We've got, we've got, we've got stuff in the works, mate. We, we do. We've got stuff in the works. We do. So. We do. And if you've got any ideas for any content that you want to see, even with the podcast, topics, discussion points, anything, make sure you hit us up on our social media. Oh, Okay, let's get straight on to it. Blues news. And as we're nearing, well, we are now in the January yeah, transfer yeah. window, mate. It's she's started. It's opened. She's opened. Um, yeah, there's a fair bit circulating. I think, first of all, let's get some injury news out of the way then. Because I think even from the last three games that we're going to talk about later, man, it's not looking good. It is, yeah, we are looking bare bones. Right, let's. I guess let's talk about the first and the most recent one. We could talk about today. Yeah. So today we were at uh, at St Andrews watching the Borough game. Robbo, yep. Robbo comes off. Looks like he's going to be out for hamstring for strain. The yep, hamstring strain. So we're without Robbo. Sanderson, Sanderson went off again Last with a hamstring game. strain. It's been confirmed yep. against Hull. Uh, he's out for three to four weeks, so I reckon, if my estimation skills are correct, I reckon Robbo's going to be out for around the same. Yeah, yeah. If you look, I mean, it just compounds in defence. So Nico Gordon hasn't been in action at no. all this season. No, hasn't had even had a pre-season. Season. Yeah. I remember probably a couple of months ago now, used to saying, "Oh, he could be back on grass, could yeah, be back training," and then it's gone radio silent. Again, even today on uh, Eustace's post-match interview, mentioned some of the some of the other lads which we're going to touch on now, coming back, but no mention of Nico. No idea what's going on there. It mm. seems a bit weird because we don't even really know what the actual injury that's keeping him out. Nah, I know, and I saw. I remember at the start of the season, he had like he went on Instagram Live and stuff, and he's yeah, you know, sort of responded to questions, but yeah. It's no just weird, weird one. Updates. I don't know why we don't hear no. anything and it's so radio silent about yeah. Nika. Seems, I don't know, it just seems weird. You can look into it as much as you want and I will definitely look into it. But that's not great. Harley Dean. Yeah, we move. We have to, mate. Harley Dean, injured at Stoke. Hasn't played in two months now. Mm. Again, no real concrete return date. 
we're just taking it day by day. We need him back. Yeah, we really do. Positives. Hogan, looking like he's going to be back this week. There was was mention that he could be back for today's game against Borough, but didn't make it. Wasn't named on the team sheet, but apparently for Forest Green next week should be featuring, at least hopefully on the team sheet, on the matchday squad. Uh, and the same can be said for George Hall. Apparently, George Hall is going to be back in training this week. So positive, you know, up top. And then Gary Garner. Gary Garner apparently is going to be back as well this week, or in contention, back training. My only concern there is defence, 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 defence. With thin up top in the striker position, but we're also now we've already been thin mm. at the back. Whereas we're now absolute bare bones. You think Sanderson being out for three to four weeks. Robbo, I suspect, is going to be three to four weeks. No Nico Gordon. No Nico Gordon. No Harley Dean. Yeah, you're looking at Colin filling in, obviously, as he did today. We'll get on to But you're looking at Colin filling in as a centre-back. Yeah, George Friend, as we saw, which we will touch on. A player that John Eustace... Admitted literally today, hasn't played in what was it six weeks? Six weeks, yeah. Hasn't even, hasn't trained. even trained. Hasn't even trained. And, and I did say on to cold. This to you, as soon as he got on the pitch, I was thinking, you know, the mad rust of how yeah, you did, little yeah. he's played. And I said to you, I'll be all right. Yeah, I did not think it was as bad as not training though for six weeks. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't either. Um, so, yeah. If you've been watching the Blues, you'll know the last three games we've had. Burnley, Hull, Middlesbrough, three defeats on the trot. Yeah, poor performances. Picking up injuries, numbers dwindling. The lads look knackered. And it's funny as well, the time has coincided with, you know, not even two weeks ago, we're talking about how different it is on the uses, how we haven't had these injuries, how it was basically Bowyer's probably training regimen or whatever it was following him from Charlton. And now you look, around the same time, pretty much, we had a proper disaster last year, which was, it literally went into Christmas, into January. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Now we're facing the same, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's not as bad, but it's getting... No, they're not getting picked up in training, but, yeah, I mean, we are just apps. I mean, we're bare bones before. We're moaning about, you know, strikers, we need to strengthen in January. I mean, it is looking dire right now. Three defeats on the bounce. You know, the whole game is one that going into it, definitely think, you know, you, you're eyeing oh, you that as three points. points. You know, I said to you, didn't I, before we recorded, you know, we've got to stop this rot. Mm-hmm. We've got Forest Green next week in the uh, FA Cup. Yep. You know, that's a game that we have to win just for morale. Just for morale. Get minutes in, you know, hopefully Hogan comes back, but... Even after that, Bristol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, 100% we go on to the league, but if you just take it game by game, you have to do something at Forest Green. But, yeah, I come back to the point of, you know, it absolutely emphasises how much we need to strengthen. But are we going to be able to? Mm. Are we going to be able to? Right, we'll come back onto that point. I just want to talk about some more of the new stories. So this is more outgoings, really, and I guess immediate transfer news. And... To me, reading it and hearing it. Sounds more bleak. More bleak, yeah. More bleak. Uh, let's talk about it then. First one, Sanderson. So, as we said, picked up the knock or the hamstring strain at Hull the other week. Um, 
And yeah, linked to Rangers. So apparently Rangers are on a permanent transfer for Sanderson. If you've listened to our previous episodes, we mentioned that Blues are eyeing up a move for Sanderson in January, hopefully, on a permanent. So it looks like we could be going head-to-head. Obviously, the worry, you think immediate, is bloody hell, we're going to lose Sanderson in yeah. in January. Because again, with the Paul Richardson-Maxi Lopez deal falling through, where's the funding coming? We've heard a figure of around £3 million being banded around. Apparently, that's what Wolves are looking for. And to be honest, for a 19-year-old centre-back mm. who is of the quality of Sanderson, I would bite your hand off 100%. for that. But again, it's whether Blues have the money or BSHL are going to put their hand in their pocket. We've seen maybe they won't, I think. Well, yeah, I mean, we've already heard rumours or the rumour going around that the wages are too high. That's what I've seen. I've seen that yeah. on Twitter. I've seen it, obviously. We've had people telling us. And we know that he signed a new deal, didn't he, when exactly. he went back this time last yeah. year before he went out on loan to QPI. And, and, it, and a it new does, deal it, with you know, obviously, you can see that being the case. Well, it's a Prem club, in it? They're going to offer him a lot more. Yeah. Like you said, though, I mean, especially the way he plays with Blues, you would want to bite their hand off. You 100%. Know, at least, at for least three have months, those negotiations and talks. Man, if I'm another club, especially a championship club... Yeah. I'd be I'd be sniffing oh, yeah, around 100%. thinking three mil for Sanderson. 100%. That's a great, that's a great deal, man. Nineteen year old, you know, who's got experience. Yeah, yeah, especially experience. I mean, it's mad. Yeah, exactly. Um, you just look at the draw between Blues and Rangers. You're looking at a team. Oh, I I I don't think the Scottish League is is as good as the Championship. But you're looking at a team that is going to. He's, you know, he's on track to win the league yeah, with Rangers yeah. and yeah. he's going to get Europa League football. Exactly. There's so, more exposure. Yeah, and a massive club. Let's yeah. be real. Rangers with the history, huge, huge, and huge club. Big thing is more likely to give him the money he wants. Absolutely. And have the money. The interesting point is, so when we signed Sanderson, we said it on the podcast as well, there's no recall option from Wolves mm. now that includes no loan recall so they can't bring him back and cancel or terminate the loan but they also can't recall him to sell him no, so nice. Blues can if a deal is being done in January we can block that deal we keep him regardless for this season regardless he doesn't go anywhere so if yeah, a deal's happening desperately. 100% but then again, it comes into the aspect of we're absolutely screwed going into next oh, season yeah, 100%. if we don't sign him or yeah, yeah, yeah. a replacement. And with the injuries and the ageing squad, you're not just signing a replacement for Sanderson if we lose him. You need to sign multiple. Oh, yeah. Trusty is gone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what a player. But, yeah, so either way, we keep Sanderson this season for the full season. But... Yeah, I mean, if he goes to Rangers, I mean, I've got my heart set on signing him on a permanent. Oh, no, I think he's oh, no. another player, him, Chong, yeah, Bakuna, that you build around. You know, if we can get Bielik, if we can get Trusty, oh man, if we can get Trusty, yeah, I'm getting that promotion bus back up and running. But yeah, it's something to be mindful of. Watch this space. Fingers crossed, Blues are actually in contention to sign him. I think, hopefully. 
of him being at the club, coming back, the relationship he's got with some of the players, yeah. the club and the fans, we still have the upper hand. But equally, if I was him, I have to be honest, and, yeah, and exactly. it's Rangers. And it puts him on a bigger stage, 100%. you can't lie. It puts 100%. him on a bigger stage for his even career. So it's a tough one. But if he comes and he stays with Blues and he signs for us, I think, yeah, he's a Blues legend already. But, right. I mean, yeah. The next bit of news is even more bleak, really, because yeah, yeah, different stipulations. Yeah. So the next one as well, we're seeing interest being generated around is Hannibal. Hannibal, the Tunisian dynamo. I was going to say Tasmanian devil. But oh, right. I honestly, mean, he is, though. Yeah, the way but he plays, he's we've got two countries mischief. there, haven't we? Uh, it's any better than me. He's head. up to no good at all times. Man, he is... Oh, he is like a whisker away from a red card. He's a live wire. But he is a... Uh, you cannot deny he is a top, top player. Yeah. And we are seeing he's generating interest in Europe, particularly Marseille. Apparently Marseille are eyeing up if they can take him on loan or even possibly a permanent. Uh, interest is definitely generating from there. Apparently they sent the scout over to watch him play for Blues last week. So even them just doing that shows that you know they've got some skin in the game now. So yeah, again, that's as much as we know right now. Watch this space. That's another one where I'm hoping, hoping you know, depending on United's plans, do they want him to stay in England and get you know the the real nitty gritty toughness of the Championship and that experience under his belt, or do they want him to go over to France play Liga football? And yeah, potentially, I don't know. We know at Blues he's going to start, he's going to get minutes. Marseille, potentially not as many. Who knows? Hmm. Who knows? But they definitely, like I said, sent our scout apparently last week. They definitely are eyeing up yeah. a move. So yeah. hopefully Blues can hold that off because he's definitely he's definitely a big player for us. Um, and his his contribution... You know, even if he doesn't get too many touches yeah, on the exactly. ball, it's he's not just on the ball. Yeah, and even with the fans, you yeah. know, you see him riling everyone up, yeah. riling the players up. He's a fan favourite. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Absolute absolutely. Fan Let alone his ability on the ball. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, again, watch this space. In terms of incomings, fairly quiet right now. Mm. And if I'm being honest and maybe a bit of a pessimist. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't yeah, know if I we are going to be able to sign anyone. We don't know what money we've got. Yeah. We don't know I mean, anything. to be honest, I'd rather, because I do think it's unrealistic that we're going to go out into the market and get anyone, I'd rather we genuinely end this transfer window having signed someone on a permanent that we've got right now. 100%, but would Just you not? Just someone in the bag. And... Yeah, but, mate, if we do that, that's been a massively successful yeah, transfer yeah, window. That's better than 100%. for me. Especially 100%. with the players that I'm thinking we signed. Yeah, yeah. We signed Bielik, we signed Sanderson, Sanderson trusted trust any one yeah. of those three is a huge, huge. win. I'd, I'd put that as a successful transfer window. I yeah. I think that would be that pivotal for us. I just don't see us going out in the market and getting someone personally. No. Or at least anyone of actual note. I think that there'd, there'd more be sort of role players in the team, you know, around the squad and stuff like that, potentially. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. that's a I thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's a thing. And as I said, you know, coming back after the festive period, three games, three losses, mm. maybe a little bit early to say, but 
you know, you've got to stop the rot. Oh, yeah, your stock and, goes down massively going and, to the window. Yeah, and you look at it even moving forward. If we're a team that aren't building and aren't finishing strong this year, not only do we lose a ton of players because they go back on loan, come go back off their loan, we then have the potential. Look, we know teams are sniffing around us. We know. We are a good. We are on our day a good team. That oh, does yeah. not change with some really great players. Yep. And without a doubt, if teams are sniffing around Sanderson, teams are sniffing about Hannibal, they're going to be sniffing around Bakuna, they're going to be sniffing well, around Chong, which are the two players we said, amazing deals. Yeah. We've got them on permanent, and those are the players that you can really build around. But if we lose the them, you're losing key pieces. Go on, we're sorry. a team that have a good squad that are struggling, especially at the minute, that you look at and you know you can go around and the players will probably be receptive, especially if you've got a name. Mm. And why wouldn't they? Yeah. You know, we, we've got players like exactly that Bakuna, whose head probably can be turned by a bigger club. Why wouldn't it? Why and wouldn't yet, it? Yeah. Why wouldn't it? Good player. Absolute good player who's just at the moment in a club that can't seem to string a win together. So, yeah, yeah I think it's, it's, it's literally a hot pot for clubs to look at for potential for, signings. For key players. Like I said, you know, just looking at Chong. He's been an asset. He's an asset. We got him on a cheap. He's got a big name, a lot yep. of hype around him still. You're telling me he's not on the radar of a lot of clubs? Yep. Nah, he's on the radar of a ton of clubs. So, yeah. I mean, he's massively pessimistic. It's probably too early. We've had three three poor results, mm. three losses. But, you know, being knowing and being a supporter of Birmingham exactly, City, you know, you like, know what Blues are like for that man let's not turn let's not let the you know the seesaw turn it the wrong end it doesn't take much before we're literally on a downward yeah, spiral that, yeah exactly we've been here before we've seen this happen so yeah I mean just quickly touching on January we went in a couple of weeks ago thinking yeah we need need to strengthen up top and mm. that is still the case we've got three senior strikers Juki um, Deeney, Hogan, Hogan being the youngest, and he's thirty. Deeney's yeah, I think he is. Yeah, yeah. Deeney's at the end of his contract, at the end of this year. Juki, we've both said it. Yeah, is he's not the same player. He's aging, definitely. Yeah, you can see how exhausted he gets out there. Yeah, it exactly. It, anyway, it does. It gives it his absolute all. Genuinely he's, takes on. He's still got a role to play, I think, yeah, but sure. it's not starting. Um, and he's not going to bang you in goals week in, week out. It's not the Juki of old that we've seen, basically. No and that's to be expected in it of his age. But now with the defence, I think midfield are fine. I think midfield, we've got we've got players, I think, with us being so cash-strapped, don't touch midfield, just leave it. If we can get Bielik in, unbelievable, but don't touch it. Our key areas now have to be... You know, the striker, we need at least one strike through the door yeah. and defence. Defenders. We need defenders. Exactly. We've got Ruddy for, what, another year? Another year, which is fine. Don't worry about that again. Don't even have to worry about that until... No, Johnny season. Sins is still with us. Yep. And then, yeah, centre-backs. We need centre-backs. We're going to go on it when we talk about the Borough game, but the depth is not no, there. No. And again, even the defenders that we do have that we own are ageing. So, yeah, I think it's a big... It's a big transfer window. It's a big, big transfer window because we could see the likes of, you know, the youngsters, some of the youngsters going out, like George Hall, apparently to Leeds, as we touched on last episode. You know, the money from his sale could be used to hopefully 
secure, you know, Sanderson, Trusty or, or Bealey, which would be amazing. But, you know, I think it's going to be, it's a big January transfer window. It's going to set the tone for the rest of the season. And I think Blue's vision moving forward. So we shall see. It's a nervy time. If I'm, if I speak for myself, I'm coming off watching Blue's, Blue's three on the bounce. Some of our key players being linked to other clubs. No money in January. Yeah, it's not sounding too good, not is all. it? Not Happy all. 2023. But we move. We move. That's wrapping up all for Blues News this week. Come back next week for the next instalment. I know. Hopefully. Hopefully there'll be more links yeah, and exactly. stuff like that. And we'll Some have a bit more of an idea. Stuff. Exactly. Especially on injury news, man. We can't have any more, please. Right, let's get on to the games then, Faze. Let's get on to the games. Yeah, I mean, pessimist to pessimistic again. Yeah, I mean, let's start with the Burnley game. Start I mean, the them coming into us, they'd won their last three games 3-0 yep. each, yep. and they took another scalp Yeah. against Blues. I mean, going into a 3-0, it, 3-0 loss it. for us. We said on the last episode, for anyone listened... And I'm sure a lot of blue noses were with us on this. Can I just say we both said that we'd win? I think you said Uh, 2-1, I said 2-0. We thought we'd actually do something here. I thought we'd at least give them a performance, especially based on what the home fixture was like. Mm -hmm. You did mention, obviously, their history coming into the game, their last, you know, whatever, five games of form. But it wasn't to be. And I think as the theme is going to go on, that is the start of the rock. I mean, it would definitely just start at a rock. But the problem is, is against Burnley, you can almost exactly. forgive it exactly. because they are such a top exactly. team and it. they showed it. I mean, yeah. they scored in the first minute. Yeah. And it Again, was a good goal. I mean, so it well was a good goal, but we have to sloppy. do better. Sloppy. We have to do better defensively. You yeah. know, the ball, I yeah. remember to, I think their winger went through Colin and the centre-back. I can't remember which centre-back it was, Marvin but you think that something. has to be picked up. Yeah. And then... A ball across the box yeah. and open yeah, man. Is, yeah, I can't even pronounce this. Zori. We know he's a good player, but yeah, he slotted it in. His yeah. first I think it's his first game back in a while. And in one minute I know, literally one minute. minute we were just, we were gonna go to the game, obviously. Though. Yeah, but then we couldn't make it. I mean, and man, all that I mean stuff, but but yeah, we uh Thank God. Yeah, I think we dodged a bullet there, man. Uh a three hour drive in the pouring down rain, rain. to watch blues get absolutely, absolutely nailed. Outplayed. I mean, again, the problem is looking at it being realistic, it can be forgiven. It's oh, a game yeah. where yeah, yeah. look, they are the best team in the league. They've got Prem players. Their manager, Vincent Company, is clearly he's got it. He's got them playing the way he wants. Yeah. And yeah, what can you do? Yeah. It's one of them. I'll, I'll easily brush that off. Pictures, pictures. I'll easily brush that one off. But I will say, it still was a poor performance by a few of the players. No, I think it was. I think you it know, really there, there was. There is no excuse for that. Don't get me wrong. I was of a similar vein. You know, Obviously, we were watching it together. We're saying the same thing. You let them off. You know, it was a poor game, yeah. it was a poor result, but you're kind of looking forward to the whole game back at home, thinking that's where we're going to change it, exactly. we're step up again, whatever, but yeah, exactly, it wasn't to be. No. Well, let's move on then to the, to the whole game. I mean, even lining up against Burnley, 
you'd argue it was our strongest team. Yeah, the only yeah. the and only missing the only missing well, the only missing one was Hogan. Yeah. Right? Which I wanna to touch on, you know, when we when we get on to the to the to the borough game. Yeah. But yeah, we lose to the league leaders, Burnley. We move on, Hull, like you said, it's the game where we had to pick up points. 100%. I think they were sitting at around twentieth. Yeah, yeah. Or nineteenth, twentieth in the division. 20th, yeah. You're looking at it like, yeah. Oh well, lost to Burnley. We go on, pick up some points at home to Hull, and this is when it really irritates me because the performance was was awful. Yeah, we didn't show up at all. I have Literally, to say, from, it was from pretty awful. much minute one. Yeah, from pretty much minute one, we made them look brilliant. Yeah, we made them look like they're a top ball playing team. We made them look so dangerous. You this know, is the thing, though, yeah, right? and I, I don't want to say it too soon because it's the same theme that is in the next game. But we saw it very evidently against Hull, and obviously Hull being a lesser side or what you'd expect based on where they are, not good news. We saw that obviously Birmingham were a heavy pressing side, especially this season, and we saw Hull were able to literally just play it around. They played it like Arsenal, pretty much around yeah. our whole team. Yeah. And that was from early on to the point where they're getting chances, all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't want to say too soon, but obviously that similar theme was in Borough. And it does make me question whether that is something that teams have figured out now. Yeah. Where you know you can weather the storm of the press as long as you can get through that. There's holes that end up um, becoming available. As long as you know how to pass it around Birmingham as a That's team. It. The holes show up, and we've seen it plenty of times. You know, balls are able to get into the box. You're able to do it direct as well. There's a lot of times where you can pass it in behind, and the yeah. strikers are free. Yeah, because, man, you know playing football. It's yeah. a, it's a, you know, Momentum I'd much rather stuff. genuinely play someone who's over-committing. Yeah. You know, he's trying to challenge you, running at you, overcommitting, exactly. quick move, and they're gone, they're yeah, out of the game, they're sold. Them. Once you pass them, whether it's That's a pass it. or, or a dribble, yeah. they're gone. It's much harder to be playing against someone who's jockeying, yeah. who's literally, you know, they're really set up. And I yeah. think, to be fair, Blues' organisation no, is, is good, is but it breaks down when we press so, and so aggressively. I do think there is something to say about Hogan in that press, because I do think. Whether it's just the speed or what that we lack up there. Yeah, Chongi's filled in a little bit in terms of playing more higher up. But Hogan in that press, to be fair to him, he leads it up at the top. Massively. Leads it up against the defenders. Yeah. And that's something we're And then you've got Chong playing in behind exactly. him, which is perfect. With Dini and Juki, they don't have that speed, as we no. all know. And you can't close those defenders down so they can play it around the back. Yeah. And it brings other people like Chong... Hannibal having to be more forward and then obviously once they're past them you've got a more free midfield to pass around 100% and there are there's so many gaps in the midfield because they are yeah. like I said we talked about Hannibal being such like a Duracell bunny he will run run yeah, run yeah. run and run and it's amazing and it is good and he does do a good job of it but once he overcommits, it leaves a massive hole yeah. other players have to then fill in yeah. and then like you said, gaps come in uh, over the top, in behind. Yeah. And you see it. You see it all the time. And that's where, you know, still in the midfield, you can 
we can get overloaded. Like even yeah. today, Borough, you saw them moving the ball yeah. well, yeah. well, because they had the time, they had the space. Yeah. Teams that are composed on the ball, don't panic on the ball, do well against us. That's the way to play against don't us. don't want to dig out Longello too much mm. because he's been good in terms of attacking and getting the stats, I suppose. But in that defensive role, he has been missing, particularly yeah. against Hull and Burnley. Yep, I agree. You know, he's, he's a lot less of a hole than we've seen in the likes of Bella and stuff in recent years. But mm. he is in that same vein a little bit where... You know, we've seen, you see, especially in the Burnley game, even the Hall game, it brings Trusty out of position a bit because yeah. them two seem to have to mark the same player a lot of the time. Yeah. You know, they're whatever it is, their wing back or whatever of the other team gets down the line and it opens up that space inside whatever it is or even the overlap. But, yeah. And Longello does get, yeah. He does go missing. And that's how you, but you, you're playing a team, Birmingham City who are playing, we always play the five at the back, yeah. going centrally through us. If you look at the organisation, you've got the f- centre-back three trio, yeah. you've got Bielik in front of him. Oh, yeah. Realistically, you know, the option to go through the middle isn't necessarily there. The option it becomes oh, the through the middle. Route, yeah, exactly. Sure. So you're always, always targeting the wing-backs. Yeah. That's where the ball's always come in behind whether it's over the top or on the floor. And with Bella, we always said it was such a weakness. It yeah. has become better now, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely but better. that is how and, and you play against Blues. Fair, I mean, Colin stepped right up this season. Colin, Man, he's back to be Mr. Consistent exactly, in my eyes. Exactly. You know, that right wing doesn't, doesn't get, get damaged so much. It exactly. It's the left. It's the left. For sure. For sure. I, do, I do like Longello overall. I think he does a job for us in certain ways. But yeah, it's just been a glaring hole for the last... You know, a couple of years. Games, well, it's been a couple yeah, of years, yeah, a couple that, years that, that, that position. position. And again, it's another position that we need to strengthen. Yeah, but, sure, sure. yeah, I mean, poor. I mean, yeah. we're, we're jumping around a little bit, aren't we? But, no, yeah, but I mean, the, the whole game, thing, the it was a poor Apple performance. Very was, poor performance. Yeah. Lack of concentration for the goal, wasn't it? Exactly. Poor performance. Making them look really good. Making them have the ball, the possession able to pass it around that was the key thing to me that was a real demotivator and i mean everyone around us was the same it was a very frustrating game yeah the also frustrating thing was the goal was coming but the way we conceded it and again it rolls into the middlesbrough game but it was basically just a free header back post pretty much yeah um you know i don't know how they've had that much time or whatever it was coming in the game but just poor there's no other way around it other than poor defence whether it's a lack of concentration for a little moment or what there's no real excuse for giving especially a team at that level that much time and that easy of no, a goal you know you're leaving Ruddy in absolute yeah, I know. no man's land yeah. really because what can you do when you're that close in on goal and you've got a free header exactly exactly it was just a really, really poor game. It's a poor performance. Really poor. Sanderson really poor. going off, yeah. you know, with his injury was another Massive bad knock. point. It's just a game you want to forget, you want to put behind you. And that's when we come into Middlesbrough. You know, again, the team was unchanged for Hull and for Burnley. We yeah. went with the same teams. Yeah. 
we looked on the drive to St Andrews today, and the team sheet had changed. So let's let's quickly changed, just go through changed it. Changed pretty drastic. Yeah, it did exactly. It did. So Ruddy and goal, obviously centre backs. The three were Colin Roberts, Trusty. We saw Bakuna playing in at right wing yeah. back. Jordan Graham for Longello yeah. and at left wing back. In the middle, we had Bielik. We had. Uh, Jordan James had come in, yeah. Uh, and Hannibal, Hannibal, yeah. And then up top we had well, Chong was playing kind of just kind behind, of like, wasn't yeah, it? Kind of like a, almost, almost like, like towards the left wing. To I'd almost fair. it looked like it looked like James and Bielik were both sitting, yeah, yeah. and Hannibal and Chong were kind yeah. of as two cams. Yeah. And then you had Juki, so Juki got a start instead of Dini. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, looking at that, I was quite excited to see Juki. I wanted yep. to see him. I thought, yep, he can do a job. He hasn't had many starting times. Give Dini the break. I was excited for that. Jordan James, I've been a massive fan of Jordan James. But the last couple of games, he's so quiet in the games. You can't really get into it. So yep. I was thinking, how's he going to do in this game, is he going to really, you know, impose himself or what's going to happen? Is he going to just fade into the background? And to be honest, I think that's pretty much what happened. Jordan James really, really just faded into the background. Didn't do anything wrong, but didn't do anything or stamp his presence on the game at all. Jordan Graham, I had some question marks over him. I always do at that wing yeah. back position. He either puts in a good shift or he's pretty terrible. Yeah. I also had a big question mark around Bakuna. I mean, I didn't know, again, on the drive up, we didn't know really how that team was going to come out. But mm. as soon as the game started to see him out on the right wing back position. I mean, he's played there before, he hasn't he? And before. the thing is, there's no doubt Bakuna is a gifted football oh, player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he is. Like even 100%. defensively, he can do a job. He's not your best, but he can do a job. And with the ball at his feet, he's brilliant. Yeah. I mean, he's fantastic when he's on it. But, as people say, and slating for being lazy, there is that, I wouldn't say it's lazy, but there's just such a lack of urgency. Yeah. Such a lack of urgency that can be really frustrating. But, I think if we get into the game phase, we have to say, don't we, I think the first 15 to 20 minutes, we looked good. Yeah, we looked strong. I mean, particularly, obviously, like you said, you highlighted some players there. I had a ring around Jordan Graham, for example, and he looked really strong. He did. The whole he looks team, good. the he shape good of the team, with. the press. Chongi. Chongi with his new little... I know, um, with his cornrows, man. With his nice cornrows, man. Looking yeah, like a... Overall, yeah. yeah, looked really good. Started off strong, started off as the aggressors. Looked like we were taking the game to him. We did say, I'm worried about this dropping off. and As it always does. To be fair, after about 20 minutes, it did look that way, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, they started coming back. Coming back into it, I mean, as soon as I I looked at the Blues lineup, I looked at the Borough lineup, and I saw McGree. Well, Riley Reid. Yeah, Riley Reid. Yeah, Riley Reid back at uh, at St Andrews, and yeah, I mean, I knew it straight away. He's going to be up for it. I and know, and he was. He was, he man. Was. He was arguably, you know, the player that was making it tick for them, particularly in the first half. Mm. But I think the first half, if you look at it, man, it was, again, really nothing 
Yeah. You know, we had some. I mean, we didn't have many chances. We didn't, ourselves. but we had some good balls in. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. frustrating thing is, you're playing balls in, crossing the balls in, and there's no one there. No. There was one particular one I remember from Chong. Chong put a ball in across, and it's gone all the way through the box, past Blues players. No Blues players in the middle of the box. You know, you're just thinking you got to be there. You know, and that's where I think you know. We talk about Hogan's press. You know, that's where, you you know, you want Hogan. And I can see Hogan would be there yeah. poaching, ready to pounce on Just that. Even chasing the keeper down, he loves that, doesn't he? Taking yeah. it all the way into their box. But that was it. You know, no real gambling there. No. And that was the, the real... No, there was. I guess Especially if you're going to have Juki up there. Yeah. Those knockdowns. And to be fair, Dini does the same thing. But... Those knockdowns that Juki's doing, they are pretty much to no one, but it's because you There's need no to be gambling. There. There's no one there. You know, That's a it thing. really is. We saw it even more in the second half, but anyway, I won't get ahead of myself. Yeah. But that was a common theme in terms of our attacking. If we're going to have Juki up there on his ones, you have to have those players making those runs or yeah. at least supporting him, trying to get in behind. Yeah, exactly that. Otherwise, what can he do? Yeah. You know, it's every time it's going to their keeper, every time it's going to the defender. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the positive was we saw out the first half at least at nil-nil. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, no team looked like scoring. No, no. No team. It just looked like a... I mean, we were saying, to be fair, you know, that the first half dragged on a bit. It was like no, it I was... I couldn't believe it, yeah. It was a slow half, you know. We didn't look poor in the first 20 minutes, but then after that, we were kind of They just started... Yeah. Borough started coming into it more, exactly. a lot more possession... And we were kind of like, dare I say it, passengers in a lot of it. So it was just I'm a nothing I'm just trying half. to remember, Robbo's injury was the, it was the first in half. The first half, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a key turn, you know, talking point. Ham's picked up a hamstring strain and George Friend come on. And as we said earlier on the episode. Really, yeah, I remember. I, think I don't even remember seeing his knock, yeah. No, Roddy had the ball. I think Robbo just kind of went down to the ground. But didn't he give him... Bakuna, I think, came over to yeah, Roddy yeah. and said, look, exactly. kick it out. Kick it out. Um, and then it all transpired pretty much. Yeah. But yeah. you knew as soon as he went down like that... And they kicked the ball good. out, you know, exactly. yeah. And didn't with his know history. who was going to come on. I mean, we knew Longella or, or Friend were on the bench and then obviously it ended up being Friend. To be honest, I never thought it would be friend coming on. No, I, I thought either. that he probably dropped Bielik into Colin, the centre back. Colin or Bielik into centre back. Well, Colin was already there. Oh yeah, of course. But course. I thought he drop. I thought yeah, he personally yeah. he dropped Bielik into centre back, and Roy. then he'd bring. Bikini you know, in the middle. Because, well, I thought he'd probably bring Jobin into the yeah, middle. Could do. Is what I is what I honestly thought. Um, but yeah, we saw George Friend and. Yeah, I mean, it made it, compounded it after the game, knowing that he hadn't even trained in six weeks. Yeah, I have to say, he come into the game, he looked riled up, he looked good for the first half. I thought, yeah, he's, he's well up for it against mm. his old club. Um, and then, yeah, you you definitely start to see the rust in the in the, in the second half. So yeah, I mean, the second, half the second half gets into it pretty quick, really, doesn't yeah. it? I mean, yeah. they definitely were on the upper upper hand, and in fifty seven minutes. Absolute, oh, just a crap goal to give crap away. Goal. Very similar to the whole game. Whole goal, crossing, striker left and marked header. And it, that wasn't even the most poor thing. Like the the run up to it, there was about two minutes where it was constant balls in, lacking clearances. Yeah. Poor balls out. All this stuff. 
corner after corner, pretty much mm-hmm. cross after cross. So yeah. the goal was pressure, coming. pressure, pressure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like I said, that's the overlap into the whole game is that free header at the back post, which left Ruddy in no man's land. Yeah. And obviously, I don't know who. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say, just based on that side, you know what? I think it was like what was it? It had to be like Collins side, didn't it? No, it was more but, like in the middle. Uh, it's towards the back post, to be fair. But either way. Cost coming from the left, didn't it? So it wouldn't have been inside. Yeah, yeah. Gap. And, um, I mean, it went from bad to worse. Because two minutes later, they get a second goal and from a poor, poor mistake. And it was, yeah, Bakuna gives the ball away. Loses possession. Plays it yeah. basically straight to their player. George Friend. Ball goes over the top. Ball goes over the top, yeah. And George Friend with the worst bit. Worst first touch. Yeah. As a professional footballer, that can't be happening. Straight into the path of the striker who scored the first goal, Crooks. And, yeah, I mean, I'd be buzzing if Scott Hogan had that finish. Running on, slots it past. Especially past Ruddy. Past Ruddy. Give him his fair dues. You know, good goal. Good goal. So he's got two goals there within the space of two minutes. Yeah. First one in 57, second one in 59. Both, both. One from a genuine, clear defensive mm. mistake. Yeah. The other one from just poor defence as a whole, a yeah. breakdown, really. Yeah. yeah. After that, we saw the subs come yeah. on. Big subs. Which, fair play to Eustace, pat on the back, making subs early. But yeah, so he he made four subs. We saw... Joby come on. We saw Longello come on. Dini. Dini and Lecco. And we saw what? Hannibal come off. Hannibal. Um, Jordan James. Jordan James. Bakuna. Bakuna, yeah. Jordan Graham. Jordan Graham, yeah. So they've come off. And from the moment they've come on, after give us and the blue noses in St. Andrews a massive pat on the back because in true fashion, as soon as we go down keep right on he's yeah. blaring out you know the fans massively lifted that yeah, team yeah. if you were playing on that pitch man it was as a blue nose you know it was amazing all of us singing together yeah, it was yeah, just sure. you know and it massively massively turned the tide for sure I mean, we had a massive just, spell of pressure exactly. then didn't we you look at the minute they came on 65th minute and we got the goal in the 74th and I'd say that was how it felt that and we were knocking on the door for that, that 10 15 period, yeah. minutes they came on we were the stronger side 100%. I mean even after the goal again we kept pushing but we'll get into that but that first 10 minutes and I will say Leco came yeah, on Yeah I know job. yeah massively he genuinely did a job I mean even to the point for the first goal it was a bit questionable well, for that only goal for Blues, it was a bit questionable. He did look like, you know, maybe he um, held on to it a bit too He'd long. Run it for too long, yeah. Ran ball into space. To ball out to Dini. Was a bit of a poor ball. It took Dini a bit wide. Yeah. But either way. Dini put a great cross in. Knew he had to get it up and over the keeper. Yeah. And yeah, Chong, was it? Headed it was, back uh, in. Trusty, you know, yeah. He almost got his back to it. I know. Almost. <laughs> I know, he broke his and back. He broke well. his back, yeah. And, and then, then yeah, Chong's just come out of nowhere, headed it in the back of the net. And you're thinking, yeah, 2 1, we're right yeah. in this. We've seen Blues turn this around. Yeah. We, you know, I, was, I generally thought we'd get a second goal, we'd finish it 2 2. I mean, Bielik before that had that chance, and I oh thought my it was God. easily yeah, a, a goal. Point. Yeah, you know, a they free did... header pretty much near off post. That, off that like, little training yeah. ground tactic, Chong to. 
to Hannibal. To Hannibal gets yeah. a cross in and front post Bielik literally free header and he's just missed the near post. Yeah. But yeah, and then it all unravels. Yeah. Another huge defensive mistake. Was it huge? Who was it, Barton? Was it Friend again? It was. Who made um, the mistake? Do you remember? It was Friend, wasn't it? I think so, but I could be wrong. Anyway, <laughs> Akpom has gone in and again absolutely finished us off. Yeah. Absolutely finished us off. The whole stadium pretty minute. much gone. I know. Everyone, everyone's leaving then. I mean, what more can you say? I mean, it just shows how thin, thin, thin we are at defence. I mean, George Friend wasn't up to it nah, today. not at all. He hasn't trained in six weeks. We know yeah. he's ageing. I don't think you can you can question his heart or how much he wanted it. He was flying into tackles and then he broke his leg at one point, but... It was just frustrating again, you know. Really, really was, and like you said, we, you know, even with, you know, you've you've got you've you've got Deeney and you've got Hogan, who, in all fairness to them, you get a ball up, they're going to win the header. Yeah. They're going to. They're two of the best in the league. I'd argue. I, I remember getting now their as headers well. and knockdowns. I remember now but, as well how that third goal happened. It was Joby, if you remember, oh, yeah. had a little kind of flick on it, went wrong, and then. I think it was friend trying to chase Dan. He couldn't catch yeah, him. Yeah, he up. couldn't. He couldn't catch him. Yeah, he couldn't catch him. But yeah, anyway, carry on. But yeah, I was saying, you know, and without Hogan, yeah, we missed that press up top, putting pressure on, you know, the keeper, the defenders. You missed that runner, who you know, Dini or Juki, you know, the knock-ons go to. You f- you miss how good. To be fair, Hogan can hold the ball up yeah. as well, and his link-up play. You know, we miss Scotty Hogan. We've yeah, missed I mean, him in these day, last three games. We yeah, have. If exactly. he's got his critics, I think if you look at it and analyse the games, you see the massive hole he's left. Yeah, yeah. The defence is weak. It's very, very weak. You know, we've gone from our defence being a, a strong point to now, you know, we're on, we're absolutely bare bones. And yeah, um, my worry is is yeah okay. We go into Forest Green next week, a, you know, a lower league team. We should run them over. If there's anything other than the win, we've got real problems. Then you got Bristol City the week after. That's two weeks, so we can't go down to saying, oh, you know, lads are knackered, blah blah blah, tough schedule. But again, who's going to be playing in that centre back position? Where Sanderson's not going to be there. Robbo ain't going to be there. Dean ain't there. Dean ain't there. It's, it's um, Nico Gordon is nowhere to be seen. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's so weak, so weak. George Friend gets two weeks of training, and he's what he's going to get straight I back know, exactly. into it. Exactly. It's yeah, it's bleak. It is bleak. I mean, and it is a reality check. Yeah, it's a reality it's check. Reality check. And and like we said, I mean, we've been saying how tight the championship is. Nothing's changed, but because of that, naturally, we're, we're dropping massively. We're now sitting at seventeenth when mm-hmm. four. Before Christmas, we're close three to three points off the playoffs. And now, I think Eustace even mentioned it. It was like the, coming into Christmas, it was like the best finish we've had in, yeah, in the, like into Christmas, years. yeah, which is mental. Yeah, and then now you yeah. cut to it, we're sitting at 17th. And if we don't get our foot on the gas and get another three points soon, which should be against Bristol, yeah, yeah, really not looking good. Yeah, really not yeah. good. I mean, after Bristol, we've got without looking for too far ahead, we've got Preston, which goes straight back up to middle of the table. Mm. 
you know, so yeah, not easy fixtures. No, 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 not at all. And we've said it before, January is pivotal. January sets the tone. Whether we have ambition to push up the table and, you know, we're not just looking at this season, we're looking ahead to next season, season after and actually making movement, you know, hopefully to get back up to the Prem or, you know, we're again in no man's land and we're looking downwards rather than up. So, again, you know, I think, I think, you know, the buzz around St Andrews is, you know, it can, as his football quickly turns and definitely just sitting in the ground today, you know, you can hear murmurs, oh, yeah, everyone is frustrated, you know, even on Twitter, people calling out BSHL again, you know, the heads, like we said, when everything's going well, no one talks about the ownership, no one cares because everything's going well on the pitch, whereas now the faces, the heads all turn and we're looking at ownership again. And I think in the next week, that's what we're going to be seeing. So, again, let's see. Three, our last three games, three defeats, three performances that you can't Four be singing about. Injuries, it really isn't. The rot is setting Yeah, in. but we, yeah, keep right on. That's all we can do. Right, we've got Forest Green next week, FA Cup. I'll be honest, couldn't care less. Yeah, I couldn't really care less. Couldn't care less. But it's a game to put things right, get some confidence. If George Friend is going to be playing in the league, he needs to start that 100%. game, which he will be, I'm 100%. sure, because we haven't got any other option. But he needs to get minutes. Go on, Faze, what do you think? I, surely you've got to think of winning. Yeah, it just has yeah. to be. I mean, I'm hoping. It, it's literally, to be fair, on the bright side, a great time to have... Yeah, um, a, a, Dare you say it, an easier fixture and well. exactly like it, it's great to have Hogan hopefully if he genuinely is coming back into the fixture mm-hmm. to have him get minutes in that game so I'm hoping with players like him back give George Friend minutes whatever has to be a win surely I think so too what are you going for 2-0 yeah I think we go because oh, I don't want to say 2 I'm going to go 3-0 okay yeah I think so we it's turn a clean sheet either way. I think so. I think we turn them over. Be, I can't surely. see really. But also the FA Cup, there's plenty of upsets. I know, yeah, and true. being Blues, man, we'll probably be one of them. We're susceptible. <laughs> to yeah, that. exactly. But yeah. Okay, Faze. That wraps us up. First episode of 2023. Huge. Crazy. Man, it is. Huge what is thank that? you. That's two years now, isn't it, really? We're starting in what, 2021? Yeah, I think so. Math. It'll be two years. Yeah, yeah I'll have to go back and have a look. But yeah, years, yeah. But yeah ev- everyone who's been listening to us, again, a huge, huge thank you. Everyone who supported us, ever listened to an episode, ever given us a like or anything. Huge, huge thank you. Keep supporting us. We're all in it together. We're one big family, all blue noses. And yeah, watch this space for things to come in 2023. Huge thank you. Can't say it enough. Hope you all have an amazing successful healthy wealthy 2023 well said well and, said yeah and stand the ride with us all right face until next time keep right on keep right on